You're listening to Making Data Simple, where we make the world of data effortless, relevant, and yes, even You are back on Making Data Simple. This is the best place to get your fix on data AI career. We do a little bit of everything. Hell, we may even someday talk cooking recipes. Uh, we're not going to talk cooking recipes. Uh, unless AI creates the, the recipe, which, you know, Watson AI, for those listening out there, is, is doing that. So I don't cook. Uh, we're not talking cooking. We can talk food. But I'm in the weeds again. I have got a surprise today. We got uh, the gifts keep on coming. I've got two great contributors to IBM. Yes, IBMers, but I'll tell you why they were picked with Brittany LaPierre and Annalise Mendonca. Did I get that right? Mendonca, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. Hey, um, so Annalise and Brittany are both software developers earlier in their career, relatively new to IBM, but already rising stars. Actually, I think you guys came to me with my good friend, Paul Z, who's been on the podcast. You guys must know Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he's yes. our boss. <laughs> he's your boss. Is he good? Is he good yeah. or is he bad? He's the best boss. He's the best boss. So he thinks very highly of you guys because he's reached out and said, hey, you guys need to be on the podcast. I think you guys both uh, live in Ottawa. Is that right? Yep. Yes. Both live in Ottawa. So I think, Brittany, you live in Ottawa. You've been with IBM, well, I, I'm, I'm told, two years, eight months, including an internship, uh, works for sales and enablement, hence Paul. Uh, Annalise, you also live in Ottawa. Uh, I think you guys sit with right next to one another. Been, been at IBM for what, five months? Is that right? Yes, I got hired yeah. in April. Nice. Also on the sales team, focused on systems and specialization in IBM Z. Um, now actually Linux One. Linux One. Yeah. All right, nice. Well, I'm going to give you the chance to introduce yourself because I'm obviously butchering this. But uh, <laughs> I think you both study computer science. Brittany, you have a strong interest and experience in web development and web design. Outside of computer science, Annalise, you focused on finance, accounting, and economics. Did I do that okay? Yes. All right. Very good. Hey, well, I will. Are you guys nervous? Very good? much so. Ready to go? <laughs> you, you should go well, good. I'm glad you're a little bit nervous because that means I'm, I'm pushing the envelope a little bit. But hey, I will stop for a minute. And Annalise, why don't I let you introduce yourself first? properly and then Brittany I'll turn it over to you oh boy <laughs> okay so who are you oh <laughs> uh, yeah who am I deep questions um, no so my name is Annalise Mendonca and um, so I graduated from Queen's University in Kingston so that's in Canada um, with a double major in economics and computer science so but I spe in computer science I specialize mo mainly in data data analytics and um focusing on perceptrons and deep machine learning and deep learning. So when I got hired, um, I was under the assumption that IBM no longer did any AI technology. I only knew about Watson, but when I went to campus recruitment, I heard about all these cool new things that they were doing. And I, from that day onwards, I knew, I was like, this is where I need to be. I need to be in IBM. They have mainframes, they have systems, they have Watson, they have quantum analytics, like these, all these cool, cool tech things that I really am interested in. So 
That's kind of how I weaved my way into IBM, I guess. <laughs> nice. You didn't know we were an AI. We're doing a bad job at marketing then. What do you think Watson was? Well, the only <laughs> thing, so when they came to our university, they played the Watson versus Jeopardy. And that was the only introduction to IBM at that time. And I remember thinking, I'm like, that's it? That's all? That's all they advertise IBM as? <laughs> but then... It was mainly geared to consulting and sales, but I wanted to do the back end. I wanted to be in, you know, do the um, analytics of things of it, which now I have the ability to. Nice. Brittany, how about you? Why don't I let you, we'll, we'll dive into all this, but uh, Brittany, I'll give you the mic for a minute. All right. So uh, I graduated from Carleton University just this year, actually. I studied computer science, but uh, a lot of my electives were psychology and human computer interaction. So I really love design as well. Um, I got my internship through or for IBM through a friend from work that I knew from uh, volunteering for the Computer Science Society at school. At the time, I was uh, the webmaster and design team lead for the CCSS is what it's called. And uh, Louise, one of my coworkers right now, was going around the office asking them if they knew anyone who liked web development. And my friend Will, uh, he knows that I really do. So he gave them my resume. I had a few calls with uh, Louise and Paul and my boss, my old boss, I guess, Kayla. And uh, then I got the job. I was an intern for Smarter Learning for about a year. And I worked on their online learning platform that people use uh, today. And then after that, I was uh, hired on part-time as a tools developer for systems enablement and finished up my degree and now I'm here working full-time after I graduated uh, as a tools developer still. Nice. Very nice. Boy, two computer scientists. You guys got a wide variety of interests, though, whether it's economics or uh, otherwise. I mean, that's pretty interesting. I, how do you guys end up in, in computer science? What attracted you there? So initially, actually, I was in physics. Um, so physics, at Carleton... Wow. In yeah, in physics, you have to take computer science as an elective. And uh, that would be my first exposure to programming in general. So in first year, I had uh, computer science for non-majors. And just the satisfaction of solving problems so instantly and uh, seeing them right away was really, really, I don't know, exciting. So I just fell in love with programming and I decided to switch over to, um, to computer science. Annalise, how'd you get here? Computer science, me. <laughs> I did my first year in Texas, in University of Texas at San Antonio. And it was, um, I was being, I chose an elective. I chose uh, Python as an elective course because my, no, sorry, not Python, C++, I believe it was. And my family family friends were all programmers at the time and they kept encouraging me to go into it. But I didn't really feel any grab or like I didn't feel a calling to computer science um, until I met my professor. He was an ex-IBMer and um, he had shown us a video on data analytics and the speaker was super excited and got like really hyped up the crowd about data analytics and it really got me like oh I want to do that. I really want to go into data analytics. I really want to go into that field. I really want to do stuff within business and everything like that. Well, fast forward a couple of years, that speaker is now my boss, Paul Z. So it was a, <laughs> yeah, 
but it was uh, Paul's a good speaker, isn't he? He is, and it was his. Uh, he, he can get you motivated. It was his speech that made me switch out of um, just doing a business degree and doing a dual into with computer science. So I thought it was a little bit of a wow, funny moment. What, what was the pitch he was given at the time? Uh, he was talking about Hadoop and the actual cool things that it it has and with that with Hadoop. I honestly can't remember, but I remember thinking like, oh wow. A uh, big data that's a thing so that's pretty naive back then and he was <laughs> no we all are i'm still naive <laughs> it, 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 he was at your university given this no pitch? it was honestly just on youtube uh oh it was on yes. youtube you were surfing youtube or how'd you get so there the pro my professor was an ex-ibmer so he would get all these um cool lectures and it, it would always relate to ibm somehow but it would never be like uh telling what IBM does it was just kind of like oh like look at what this IBM person is doing right now and so it was Paul talking uh I think he was teaching Hadoop to a crowd it was really 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 interesting well let's not give him too much credit Come on, <laughs> let's dial it down a little bit please by the way Queens I hear that's the party central of the of Canada in terms of colleges is that true definitely <laughs> But it's also really good in school, in studies. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's stay on the party part first. So did you experience this? Is it a good party school? Tell us about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, so it was definitely, <laughs> I, I think anyone who goes to Queens can tell you, you cannot escape the, escape the partying from it. Like no matter where <laughs> you live on campus or off campus, you are somehow attracted to the, to the cool partying of i don't even know the cool um social epic center of queens which is aberdeen all right we're gonna have to talk about that maybe on a separate podcast see we need beers <laughs> when we're when we're doing the podcast i always say that but you know whatever so anyway another suggestion uh, would back. be going to queens and doing a podcast in queens during homecoming yeah. or something what's so special about homecoming this is what i keep hearing homecoming Oh, well, I, I mean, don't... I know what homecoming is, but as a second person that says something about Queens homecoming, big party school. So what gifts? So we have this big we have this very small little lane opposite the university called Aberdeen Street. And I have no idea why. But ever since like the 60s, probably the 60s or late, earlier, um, everyone gathers on this street on Aberdeen on either side and just starts drinking. It's just it's I don't, I don't get it. Sounds but. like, are you guys learning anything at Queens? I mean, obviously you did. Thank you. We pulled, we plucked the gem out of Queens in <laughs> our producer, I guess. But I, I can tell you're much smarter than he is. Anyway, yeah. so point. <laughs> All right. So you did study along the way. Oh, yeah. You have to, you have to take a break halfway through from drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good, good call. Good response. <laughs> All right. So typically on the podcast, we go deep into data, AI, machine learning. But I wanted to talk a little bit about your careers because I think it's interesting. You're early on in, in your career, obviously, and you know, we'll, we'll probably hit data in a bit. But how has your experience been? I mean, you can talk about IBM, but it's not so much about IBM, but getting into the uh, the non-partying world, the real world of, of, uh, of business, is it what you've expected? And and Brittany, why don't you go first? Um, I guess I'd start off my mindset whenever I was a co-op because uh, since I transitioned from working as a co-op to part-time to full-time, I kind of knew what to expect whenever I started full-time. 
but as a co-op, I had pretty much no idea what to expect from my job at IBM itself. Uh, my first job in the industry was actually a year-long co-op at Ericsson as well. So I had some experience in tech, so I knew somewhat what it was like to work in some tech firm. But uh, as far as IBM went, I, I wasn't sure. And uh, whenever I first started, I was lucky enough to land on the Smarter Learning team. And I had really, really good guidance from my boss uh, for that year, Kayla Martell. She's still going at it for Smarter Learning. And she kind of guided me um, in what would be good to learn, what I should focus on, what I'm good at, what I could improve on and everything like that. So I think uh, mentorship and having someone there for you at the start really does uh, help you out. All right. You got anything to add on that, Annalise? No, I think she summed it up really well. I do. Um, I really like IBM. The way that they just structure, even their onboarding process is completely amazing. Like they give you the option of either you figuring out the job on your own, if that's how you how you work best, or they'll support you by giving you someone who, uh, a mentor who will help you figure out what you need to succeed in this, in the role that you are given. And every day we always get, hit up by our managers hey how are you doing and it's a very it's not like um performance reviews uh, every time but it's more hey how are you doing like how's your day going it's just very very informal sometimes but it makes you feel very loved (laughs) it sounds as cliche as it sounds you feel really loved (laughs) our current manager nicolette mcfadden she's literally awesome So I mentioned the other week that I'd like to discover a bit more about design thinking and uh, what opportunities there are in design and everything at IBM. And uh, she's been hitting me up solid like every day with resources for me to learn design and uh, different like podcasts and uh, badges that I can earn and stuff like that. So I think uh, having a good mentor and a good manager goes a long way. What you know, so what is it about the manager that makes you... I mean, that, that you'd say she's awesome. Is it just being providing you the resources to learn and, and take your interest where you want to go? But it, how would you characterize it? I think even just like they have so much going on in their, on their plate, but also giving they take the time out to listen to you as an individual and listen to what you want to grow. Is it if it's personal growth or if it's uh, career wise, they they listen to those aspects and then they try and help you build a path towards it. Um, Paul always says there's 20% of your work that you probably aren't going to like. So what is that 20% that we can help you do outside of your job to make you do, make you be better? Um, either if it's personal growth or if it's studying or learning or even just trying new projects or being part of different uh, teams in IBM. Look, I'm a huge believer in mentors. I'm, I'm with Paul on this. He and I talk a lot. I think you got th- three mentors. Well, there's actually more than three, but you, you, you got to look at a coach, a sponsor. Sponsor is very in, in, important so that you get in the right network of folks to to advance your career path and position position wise, I guess. And then a, a life a life mentor, something that's outside of the business. So something that you guys also might uh, think about. So look, I have three daughters, and they're actually all in college. I don't want to date myself, but uh, I cannot get them into computer science. Where did I mess up? 
you guys made it there. It was kind of by accident for for me, anyways. I just kind of discovered it while I was in my uh, my other studies. So I don't I don't know what what do they do or what what are they studying? Uh, one's pharmacy, another one's law, and the third one's audiology. So nothing to shake a stick at. All, all things I'm very very proud of, but uh, they're not in the computer science. And the reason I say that, I mean, look, fifty. I think last time I checked in the U.S., like 50.8% of the U.S. population is women, which we, you can take a pause right there. Mother nature is the best form of intelligence there is. Isn't that amazing? It's like right at 50%. Uh, it's just like it, it takes care of itself. You got to think about that. It's just a freaking amazing to me. But anyway, if you look at the computer science, the last time I checked around 2017, uh, only 17% Actually, it's, I think it was 16.5 the last time I checked, uh, women. And I feel like you see more women get into computer science. You guys have made it here, so there's something that clicked with you guys. That's the, that's the theme I'm on. What clicked and how'd you get here? And then I guess it would, it would, I would extend that question, and I'll start with you, Annalise, but I'd extend that que- question to, uh, you know, what is your advice for young women out there? I think... Um- I know when doing my first computer science class, I remember being feeling very intimidated, being one of the very few girls in class. But as the as the class as the degree progresses, it's not very intimidating. Um, I think in our university, when I when I started um, my computer science degree, it was only I think it was like thirty seven percent of the class was women, which is not a lot of people. So. Uh, not a lot of women in the class, but as as you progress in the degree, it kind of switched. There was only thirty seven males in the class, so it was a bit it was interesting to notice the complete difference. But the actual reason why I got into computer uh, computer science was because it gave me the ability to create something new from the start, from the ground up, and also build something that would be useful later on. With technology, with technology just growing at the, such a rate, if you're not part of technology, you're kind of left behind in a way. And that's my opinion. I could be wrong. But just having, just being part of that industry just helps you progress whether, within your career or even just within, um, teaches you new lessons in life. The great thing about opinions are, Annalise, you're never wrong. <laughs> They're always your opinions and you're entitled to them. What do you think, Brittany? Anything to add? Yeah. Uh, Well, my opinion, I guess, is that kind of like what Annalise said, um, it's just very empowering. Imagine being able to have an idea and actually being able to make it into something physical, something real, right? So having the ability to um, just think, oh, I'd like to provide this kind of a service for people, or it'd be really cool if I had an app on my phone that did this simple, uh, something as simple as that. And then actually being able to go out and make it and release it and have other people use it. And it's your own work, right? Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's an unreal feeling. All right. Hey, look, um, where can folks find out about more of what you're working on? Is it just you hit you on LinkedIn? We'll put that in the show notes or any other location you'd, you'd have them go guys. Maybe you can talk to us directly on Slack as well. How about that, Brittany? 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, if you're not an IBMer, uh, you can contact me on LinkedIn. Feel free to add me as a connection and uh, message me. If you're an IBMer, feel free to add me on LinkedIn and message me or talk <laughs> to me on Slack, either one. Um, I do have a website, but it's pretty much just a resume at this point. But I hope to someday uh, or someday soon add some blog section. And I kind of want to post a uh, web comic eventually whenever my skills are a little bit better and uh, potentially a graphic novel. Uh, so that's Brittany.tech. But yeah, it's just a resume right now. Yeah, mine is just four words reoccurring. What's the four words? It's hilarious. It just <laughs> says, I am an economist, I am a computer scientist, <laughs> and uh, I am a student. It just keeps repeating, and it ends with, I am an IBMer. But it just keeps repeating, because I haven't had the time to update. <laughs> All right, well, we'll put it in the show notes anyway so people can can look. But we're not done yet. You know, I always, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast, but we got to finish with a little bit of a lightning round. And I got to ask you guys a few questions, and I'll just riddle through it. When I say lightning, I don't need a long, in fact, just the bullet answers, unless you want to elaborate. I always say that, and then I end up saying, what? And then we start elaborating. But we'll try to do better today. <laughs> I'll ask you the question, and... Then you just you just hit me with the answer. We'll go we'll go round robin here a little bit. All right, uh, Annalise, I'll start. Uh, I'll start with you. All right, ready? Okay. <laughs> Easy questions, please. <laughs> so, if if I'm to hire you, what's the number one value that uh, I should consider? Um, if you were to hire me, what's the one number one value to consider? Yeah, I'm going to steal just you away from me Paul. Th- yes. Giving me the ability to uh, have access to resources and just um, allowing me to uh, work independently. <laughs> I, I work I work well on a team, but I also work really well independently. Just um, telling me what to do and then uh, just letting me work with it. All right, Brittany, you if got that it. Makes sense. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Brittany, same same answer, uh, same question. Uh, so what you ha- should consider about me? Yeah, what is the if I what do you what's the number one value that you have? Trying to learn learn you know. Uh, oh, yeah. my number one value. I guess I'm really hardworking. So if I do have a deadline to meet. No, but uh, what what should I um, consider? What, what value should I bring to you if I'm going to try to hire you? How do oh, I lure you? I love front end development and <laughs> and psychology. So any sort of work that I can be bettering somebody's life through a an app or anything really that has to do with tech that I'm happy. So meaning you're looking for meaning. I got it. Um, all right. So let's stick with you. Let's try this. I asked the same thing to some interns the other day. What's, what's the number one, two, or maybe three, if it's real quick, that's on your bucket list. <laughs> I want to travel to Germany because my grandma's German and I want to publish a graphic novel and, uh, Hmm. I eventually hope to learn a lot about design research and potentially do something in, in that field. I anticipate design in your future. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Annalise, what about you? Um, I want to uh, help an orphanage. So I want to build, um, in, I want to go back to India, build an orphanage. Um, I want, that, that was one. The second one is I want to build a charity that can help the uh, impoverished people in India to get food um i don't know how yet but that's something i want to work on 
And last one is uh, building an AI technology that's going to be like super cool that everyone's going to start using. But I don't know what that is either. So oh, good. Those are the good. The bucket so... list is pretty empty. No, I think that's a pretty damn good bucket list. You tell me. <laughs> I've been to Germany, so good for that. Uh, charity created a charity here to help. Anybody listening, go out there. Uh, AI tech. I've I've I, I've done that, but uh, you know people have done it for me. Let's be honest. Uh, I've got some other graphic novels never going to happen for me, <laughs> but, but that is, that's pretty awesome. All right. Um, what, what, who is, who has been your biggest influence on your technical path, Annalise? Um, I don't know. Oh my God. I guess now Paul, because he no, was the one who convinced me to Paul. go to Cubsa. I'm giving him too much credit already. He's going to be, he's going to be blushing like forever now. Anyway. No, I don't, I actually... I, I think, to be very frank, it would be my aunt, Reina, in, in San Antonio. She was the one who really pushed me to do the computing course to begin with. My aunt, Reina, and Uncle Rob. And mm-hmm. they're SAP consultants, so they really love coding. All right. Um, very good, very good. What about you, Brittany? Yeah, I do have to say Kayla and Paul probably. Uh, my bosses, <laughs> well, they help mentor me, right? And no, also, that's good. I'm just giving Paul some grief. That's all. <laughs> my, Paul's a good man. He should be Paul. This is why he got us on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, that's why he got it. He's, He's trained right. us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no. All right, um, Paul, and, and uh, your immediate, was it, was you, it was your immediate manager. Who, what was her name again? Uh, Kayla Martell. She was awesome, too. Um, they really made me feel comfortable and kind of helped me discover what I like to do. Uh, and even my old managers from Ericsson too, they, uh, they were really nice and kind of helped me discover that, yeah, I do like web development. I do like front end stuff. Um, so I think talking with people is probably something that helps me out. So yeah, my manager. It always goes back to, to mentors and, and yeah. people you hang around with, right? Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm going to really quick, this or that. It's called. It's like the adult version of Would You Rather, and you guys can just jump in. It should be very simple. Don't say, oh, I can't pick, whatever. you got to pick one or the other, right? Podcast or YouTube? YouTube. Podcast, actually. Data or AI? Oh. oh. AI. <laughs> oh, data, maybe. <laughs> nice. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. Everybody's given up on Facebook. That was the same thing that we had last time. All right, that's fine. TV shows or movies? Movies. TV shows. <laughs> or Netflix series. <laughs> you should add Netflix series on there. Yeah, there you go. I should have said Netflix or, or anything else. Anyway, uh, phone calls <laughs> or texting? Texting. Phone calls. All right. <laughs> iOS or Android? Android. OS. Wow, you guys need to get together. You guys are on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Working hard or playing hard? Working, Working hard. hard. City or suburbs? City. Suburbs. Oh, well, not suburbs. Country. <laughs> I say country. City or country? Or so, what, what, what was that again? What did you guys have? I say city. And she's, I say country. Nice. Canada? The or funny you- thing is... Go ahead. The funny thing we've is, discussed. Sorry, the funny thing is, Brittany and I have discussed these questions too. <laughs> oh, you guys already know this. All right, Canada or U.S. U.S. Canada. <laughs> you guys are really on the opposite. This is great. Hockey or baseball? Hockey. Hockey or American football? Hockey. Hockey. Oh God. Hockey or basketball? 
hockey. <laughs> oh, you guys need to get off the hockey stuff. That's Canadian. You know. All right, Dolly, I, I knew you guys would be that. That's why I had that question. Snow or sun? Oh, sun. Oh, you guys are in the wrong area then. You need to go south. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Falls, see, I did this. It, was, it had some Canadian things here, right? Cana- uh, Niagara Falls or, or Grand Canyon? Niagara Falls. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, so Niagara Falls. All but right. the Canadian side. Tech or bu- tech or <laughs> yeah, tech or business. Tech. All right, I knew you guys would end it. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Uh, a lot of good information. Clearly, you guys know your stuff and are uh, up and comers. Paul did well. He knows the stars that are coming out in the or, or, or that are driving through the organization. So again, thank you. We'll put uh, some of the contact information or the LinkedIn in the show notes, and um, I guess we'll end it. Unless you guys have anything else you got on your mind. Just wanted to thank you for having us on this show and inviting us to talk to you and um, everyone else. Yeah. Your support Yeah, it was really cool. My, My first podcast. Yeah, Same. Really My pleasure. <laughs> Very nervous, but no, you did great. Good. You did great. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the Making Data Simple Podcast, where we make data fun. Be sure to visit ibmbigdatahub.com forward slash podcasts to access the show notes and uncover even more great episodes. Remember, the views expressed here are those of the host and its guests and do not necessarily represent the views of IBM. Until next time, over and out. Over and out.